Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. This is Jason Witter, author, illustrator of Tiny East Vampire and Monsters Eating Ice Cream, and you are listening to Aaron's Horror Show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show Season 3, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We're going to go ahead and talk about movies, TV, and read some fiction. If you want to get hold of the show, you can go ahead and go to Facebook.com, Aaron's Horror Show, or you can go to Twitter.com, Aaron Horror Show, or you can go ahead and send us an email at Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com. Uh, you can also go ahead and support the show by going to Patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. All right, we're going to read some more Orion, just to catch you up on where we are. Uh, basically, Orion's in his third life, and uh, he's in a uh, in a helicopter in Vietnam, and uh, the princess is one of the nurses, and, you know, it's the princess from his uh, second life, and uh, they get shot down. Anyways, here we go, Orion. I woke up in the smoldering wreckage of the chopper, which was tangled in a tree, to find that I had been paled by a branch. I didn't stop to wonder how the branch missed my heart and arteries, but I was thankful it did. The pilot wasn't so lucky and had met his end when he had crashed through the windshield. The occupants in the rear must have been flung out of the chopper because they were nowhere to be seen. I grunted and pulled myself free from the tree branch and tied a shirt around the bloody wound. I unbuckled my harness and fell to a lower branch, connecting with a loud thump, and then I scrambled towards the ground. I had scaled many trees in life too, and felt very sure-footed when it came to climbing, which was good because the branches holding the chopper snapped and came crashing to the forest floor. I lunged out of the way and landed near the body of the patient we had saved. His, he was face down in a creek. Another curse of immortality. No matter how many times we shoved him into the medvac, he was always destined to end up face down in the water. As I checked his vitals, I heard a scream. Distinctly female, I realized Princess was in trouble, and more importantly, she had survived the crash. I rushed through to the jungle towards the source of the sound. Once again, life too had given me an advantage. In order to hunt squirrels with technology one step above a stick, 
I had to learn to move quickly and quietly in the dense forest. Action Jackson had noticed my natural ability to move quietly and always used me as a scout. I had a few thoughts on talent. My quote-unquote natural abilities were skills developed in a past life. Could a person who didn't remember their past life figure out how many times they had reincarnated based on how many talents they had? Some people seem like they always had it put together and were good at everything. Were those people just further along the reincarnation cycle than the person who appeared to be good at nothing? The upside was that I might find out one day. Another bonus toward mortality was that if I screwed up saving the princess, I'd get to try it again. Of course, that's precisely what I did. In my mad dash through the jungle to save the girl, I ran straight into a cluster of Viet Cong soldiers. They had taken Princess prisoner. She screamed and struggled. I might have been able to help her had I secured a machine gun from helicopter wreckage and possessed a never-ending clip of ammo. And I'd been an action hero, and that's exactly what I would have done. But since I was in the first go-round of Life 3, I was mainly just reacting to the situation. I envisioned that she was screaming just because of a jungle snake or her leg being hurt in the crash. It didn't occur to me that the chopper with the damaged navigation and communication equipment would go deeper into enemy territory. It was a dumb mistake, and if this were my only life, it would be a terrible way to end it. However, I did learn one thing from my mistake. Where there was Princess, there was also Stabby. Despite the fact that he was the wrong ethnicity to be working for the Viet Cong, he wore the same uniform. To make matters worse, and confusing, he seemed to be leading them. As soon as I burst in the clearing, he said, Restrain that man. The soldiers were all too eager to get their hands on an American. I turned the princess and said, Sorry, not much of a rescue. At least somebody came, she said. Hey, I know this is going to sound like a weird question, uh, but do I know you from somewhere? I asked. Are you hitting on me? We're in the hands of our enemy, and you're hitting on me. Uh, sorry, dumb question. Oh, I wouldn't say that, Stabby said. You stop right there, Buster, Princess said. If you put your hands on me, I swear I'll... Relax, Stabby said. You're not all that. She was all that to me, but I kept that thought to myself. I was only going to loosen your restraints, Stabby said as he cut her free. Now get out of here before I change my mind. Princess was taken aback and she rubbed her wrists. What? What's your angle? She said. Look, just go, I said. It's me he wants. She looked at me and all the surrounding soldiers. She turned to Log on the ground and said, No, I'm not going until he comes with me. Stabby made a barfing noise. <laughs> oh god, it's nauseatingly cute. You love him and you don't even... haven't even like met him or anything in this life. No, Princess said. I just don't like you. Suit yourself, Stabby said, but you're not going to like what happens next. Leave her out of it, I said, trying to puff up myself, which was hard to do when several Viet Cong soldiers were restraining you. I intend to, Stabby said and pulled a dagger from his jacket. I wasn't about to beg him for my life. I wanted some answers. If he was going to kill me anyways, it seemed like it would be an excellent opportunity to talk. Whoa, whoa, wait, I said. Before you do that, could I ask you a couple of questions? Stabby seemed to be in a good mood because he shrugged. 
I didn't lose a beat. So, what are we? Uh, immortals, bro, Stabby said. Yeah, I, I figured that much out already, I said. But I always seem to come back to a life right in the middle of it. The price of being immortal. He, he looked at the blade, and then at me, and then at my eye socket. I could tell that it was boring him, so I decided to switch tactics. Uh, how many lives have you lived? I asked him. I snuck a glance at Princess, and her face was contorted in confusion. She must have been thinking that the helicopter took her to crazy town. Oh, I don't know. Thousands? Millions? I lost count, Stabby said and polished his blade. That explained why Stabby wasn't all that right in the head. I was only my fourth reincarnation out of three different lives, and I was already somewhat exhausted by the process. If he had been at this for millions of lives, then no wonder he was cray-cray. But that didn't explain that he had this fascination with killing me. Why are you killing me? I said. He shrugged and said, It's in my nature. It's just what I do. With that, he stabbed me in the eye socket, and Princess screamed. I wish he hadn't seen that. Alright. That is a nice, short, and sweet uh, bit of Orion. Come back next week for more Orion. And, uh, or movie reviews or whatever. Uh, <laughs> whatever you feel like at the moment. And, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, go ahead and tune in to all the other good stuff we have on the Real Paranormal Activity Network. So you could listen to RPA on Mondays, me on Tuesdays, Terry's Mysterious Moments on Wednesdays, Sandman's Lullaby on Thursdays, and don't forget all our fun, good video shows uh, that we have, Unexplained Cases, Full Dark Productions, and The Witching Hour. Alright, thank you so much for listening, and have a good night. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.